What's up, you guys? Welcome back. Let's go over a recap of the 14th episode of Teen Mom OG. The episode kicked off with Tyler on the phone with his mom um, while he's outside of Kate's rehab area at his own hotel. And he tells her exactly the same thing that I said in my last episode recap, which was that Kate was always struggling with suicidal thoughts and that it was the miscarriage that only threw her over the edge that she was already on. Next up, he arrives back home and seems really exasperated by... Um, the time his sister comes her home with her kids as well and I think it's because of the stress of having to run the home uh, raise uh, Nova alone for the time being and run the business alone as well and on top of that he's also grieving a miscarriage that he was never able to grieve with his wife because of the way that she reacted to the miscarriage as well so although I was kind of frustrated by the way he was treating his sister and like his nieces and nephews I do understand that he was going through an awful awful lot at the time and like I cannot fault him whatsoever at a certain point he kind of just gets up and goes off to the the Tierra rain room and starts packaging orders which I assume he was behind on while away with Kate and um, her sister's his sister's boyfriend comes over and offers to help but he kind of acts a bit rude and standoffish about the whole thing and didn't want any help again I really can't blame him for it um, based on all the stress and grief that he was going through at the time meanwhile in Indiana Gary gets his DNA test results results back and it turns out that there's a 0% chance that Jody is his biological father. His wife Christina cries and suggests that he asks his thoughty mom who his dad is. Meanwhile in Tennessee, Macy gets casted on a show called Naked and Afraid and starts training for it and um, she looked really, really, really gorgeous in that scene. I have to say though that I'm a bit surprised that she wanted to participate in the show based off like her son Bentley. Obviously you cannot compare wilderness hunting to porn or anything like that but she still is naked in front of a lot of people um, on television as well and you know she claimed that um, Bentley's classmates would be teasing him like what were they like six years old or something like that about Farah but I think they're more likely to tease him about you know his own mom being naked on television I'm not saying it's scandalous or anything like that but these are like nine ten year olds like this is pretty scandalous you know in the what is it grade school playground y'all back in texas the producers sit with farah in her dad's backyard and confront her about her treatment of the crew and she's a complete asshole as usual morgan then brings up her reneging on her promise to not participate in adult videos anymore and she claims that shoving things up her ass on web on webcam is different than porn everyone was kind of like wait what um uh, i just have to say at this point though like the fact that morgan was saying this was a fireable offense after having a discussion with her about like the way she sort of abuses her staff and crew and stuff was pretty disappointing to me like obviously teen mom doesn't want to be associated with like porn this that and the other but like of all the things we could have been firing her or other people for porn is what we're going to be drawing the line at all right, you're showing up mine. Um, back again in Macy's world, she and a producer on the way to her meeting with her trainer talk about the show Naked and Afraid, and she reveals that her butt won't be blurred out and that uh, Papa Larry will, said that he'd watch only if it was blurred out, but y'all, I don't think that Macy's ass showing is gonna stop Larry from watching that show. She then meets with her trainer and he asks her to build a fire in 15 minutes or less and she fails the challenge but I think it's because it was super windy over there um, which got me wondering is it going to be the same climate wherever she's shooting the show because it's hard enough being naked in the wilderness all the dirt bleh, 
possibilities, but in the cold as well. Like I really, really, really feel for her if that is the case. Back in Indiana, Jody comes over and Gary reveals that he is not his dad. And Jody says that Gary's mom will never give them answers about, you know, what went on, who his probable father is. And then he reveals that her, her trifling ass was having him pay child support all this time. He, but I kind of didn't feel bad for him because she already told him that there was a possibility that he wasn't the dad and he never demanded uh, paternity, DNA tests or anything like that. Like you just were a simp buddy, sorry, but like that girl is a true OG. Back at Tyler's mom, Kim's house, her husband looked way too normal to be surrounded by that family. Literally his sister Amber's man was tethered around the house on what I assume is some sort of house arrest, bracelet, anklet, or whatever it is. And he looked like the poor woman's Jake Gyllenhaal from that one really freaky movie he did one day. His sister Amber then reveals that um, Butch had been talking to her, talking about missing her and encouraging her to go to rehab as well and she claims that she quit Adderall, which I don't even think was her drug of choice, but I digress. And she claims that she did it as like some kind of challenge because everyone thought she'd never quit it. Like she's so, like there's nothing going on up there. And then of course, like 90% of the people on this show, she decides, you know what? I need to have a kid. I've got not much to offer a kid, but I need to have a kid. Literally, her boyfriend, her drug lord boyfriend is unemployed and on house arrest, tethered to the fucking wall, and this bitch is like, I'm about to have a kid with him. What? And then of course her mom um, talks about how it's ridiculous, she needs to take time, this, that, and the other. She's like, well, would it help if we got married? What? Like, married or not, you people are not like the right candidates to be having kids. Like, let's face it. I just, I can't even hide my disdain for this, these sorts of people. They literally disgust the hell out of me. How selfish, stupid, and basic they are. Like, your kids are starving. Your lights are off half the time. You are still addicted to drugs and claiming that you're not you know, you're lying about what drugs you're addicted to. This man is unemployed. You were just talking about how you didn't show up to work the past couple of days and yet you're planning to have a kid? Really? Tyler's mom and her husband or whatever he is then reiterate their stance, which is that married or not, this is a stupid decision for you. You haven't even been off drugs a year. This guy is still under house arrest. Like, why don't you wait until you're in a proper position to be having kids? And then her basic ass goes, all right, but we're still not using condoms. Bitch, who asks? Like, what is wrong with you? Back at Ferris' house, she basically quits the show, and I guess it's because she refused to back down from, you know, doing her webcam show. So can we really say she got fired like a lot of people have been claiming? Like, Morgan literally told her, like, you've been an integral part of the show. We just want you to stop doing this webcam stuff and stay with Teen Mom, otherwise we can't keep you. Like, what is your final decision? It really was all in Ferris' court, and she just chose to, you know, insert things up her ass instead of, you know, claiming that steady teen mom check. Over in Indiana again, Christina reveals that um, Jody told her that he cried on his way back home after finding out that he wasn't Gary's father, which is really sad. Guys, really quick question here, totally off topic, but does Amber's homeless bay um, give anyone else like auntie vibes? There's just something so feminine and like not even like dainty uh, girly. There's just something so womanly about him that just gets to me every time. Like literally the first time we saw him on the show, he was like reclined back and he was like, the first thing I ever said to Amber was, Amber, your eyes are blue like the ocean. And then the second time we saw him, he was in a rainbow, like pink and blue and yellow moo moo. Like he's just so womanly to me. He reminds me of John Travolta whenever he plays like a woman in the movie. I'm not talking about his sexuality or anything like that. Like he, he just, 
he has a very womanly essence about him and I just cannot get over it. Like I'm always picturing like an auntie cooking, you know, in the kitchen for, for her little nieces and nephews anytime I see him. Anyway, Amber claims that this pregnancy is different for her because she's not as immature or ridiculous as she used to be, which is the lie of the century. Even her dog rolled its eyes at her. She also claims that um, Leah gets to be part of this pregnancy, uh, which is, bullshit that Christina and Gary both called out last episode when they said that um, Amber has been coming around even less since she got pregnant. So picture that. This broad only saw her daughter once during the summer break before she had a boyfriend and anything like that. Um, and somehow she's managed to see her daughter less than that since she got pregnant. And she's claiming that her daughter is part of this pregnancy. What planet do people like Amber Portwood and remember Adam Lind, like what planet do they live on where all of these made up things are happening? It's almost time for Maisie to leave for her new show. So she does a little bit of a wilderness activity with Bentley and has a really cute moment telling him that she can take care of herself without a man and that it was just the two of them for so long. Back in, what is it, Michigan again, Tyler and his sister go for a drive and he tells her that he thinks that she's rushing into marrying her new dude and that they should wait and um, she reveals that her guy doesn't even have a job but they want to have kids oh my god what a mess Tyler then says that he doesn't think that there'll ever be a man good enough for his sister and I laughed my whole entire ass off because child let me tell you about the amount of men too good for your sister because the list is plentiful his sister then goes back to uh, her man and tells him that they should wait at, to get married and that if he wants to marry her he has to talk to Tyler about it first and ask him for approval as well because she thinks that his approval is the world to her you know it's way more important than you know her dad's approval and then for some reason the fact that Tyler bought the this sister of his fake boobs like flashed into my mind and like sent shivers down my spine just uh. and guys what's going on that literally all of these side characters got a whole episodes to themselves like we didn't really see much of the main people this was so weird outside of Macy anyway in another really awkward scene Jody meets up with Gary's mom at some sort of diner to reveal that he's not the dad of Gary and his mom could not be any more like unfazed by it she was basically looking at him like well I told you I was a hoe what are you sad for she was like I literally told you that there was a chance that you weren't the daddy so you know what's on the menu here because I don't know what you're looking all sad for like he's crying and she couldn't be any less bothered by it it was just this woman is something else and um Gary shows up and asks her so like who do we know who my dad could be or is it like 10 different people that's an option and this woman claims it's only one man and she doesn't provide any further details I don't believe her personally because in the Being Gary special, it was claimed that she left <sighs> Jody's cousin for Jody. So if it's only one guy, I would assume it would have been that guy, you know, and since it's not, I'm th there's a lineup of people to think from and it's just amazing how this woman manages to pull all sorts of men around the block. As they're all sitting there digesting the fact that this woman is a straight up hoe, she tells Gary that she loves him and she says something like, um, at least you know you're always mine or something like that, you'll always be mine. I felt like that was a huge dig in really, really ill-timed comment to make, especially considering the fact that Jody was just crying over the fact that he found out 
that he he's not Gary's dad. That was, ooh, I wonder if she was intentionally being shady there or if it was just one of those slip of the tongues that we all have sometimes. Again, curly hair does Macy so good. She looked so beautiful in that scene with her friend when she was talking about leaving for two weeks for that show. Um, it turns out that she didn't tell Ryan that she was leaving for the show, but did talk to his parents about it. Uh, she says that Ryan won't be getting any more time with Bentley while she's uh, been gone and that her, his parents instead would be acting as the co-parent in this situation. She says, Ryan still hasn't provided me proof that he's passed her drug test, so no, he's not gonna get any extra time with Bentley. And because Taylor is my legal husband, Custody is legally his while I'm away, point blank period. Everything is going to be the same. In a pretty heartbreaking scene, Caitlin FaceTimes Ty from rehab to update him on meeting all her doctors and therapists. And then they put Nova on the line and she asked Nova to make her some art to keep in her new room. And the little cutie pie goes straight to work. And you know, while all this is while she goes away, Caitlin and Tyler just talk really quickly uh, to finish up their conversation. He hangs up and goes back to cooking with his mom and Nova comes back expecting Caitlin to still be on FaceTime, you know, with the new drawing that she had made her. And when she found out that Kate wasn't and that they weren't able to get her back on the phone, she cried her little heart out and it was so hard to watch. Nova is like the cutest little thing and just her being so upset, so confused, so frustrated, so devastated was really, really, really hard to watch. And uh, I found that Tyler really handled it well, especially considering how stressed out and over the edge he already was. But my gosh, you guys, that was really difficult. Now, in the last scene of the episode, Farrah calls uh, the producer Morgan and tells him she'll continue shoving things up her ass for uh, little, you know, virtual tokens and uh, reveals that her lawyer will be in touch with the network about this departure. You guys, is anyone wondering why someone as quote unquote rich as Farrah needs to resort to doing this sort of thing? I mean, she's got, she claims that her furniture store is successful, her yogurt store is successful. Sophia's boutique is successful, her toys are successful, which she, you know, MTV was okay with her doing. So why does she need to go this far for some virtual, like what, tips of like what, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars? She probably makes like 2,000 a show at most or 4,000 at most or something like that. Like it is nothing compared to the amount of money she's making on Teen Mom, that's for sure. Like is she just that out to lunch or is she that broke that she wants as many you know, crumbs of coin as she can get. Something is just not right here. And don't forget, she's been staying with her dad for how long? With all those animals, her daughter as well. Like, I don't know. I, I think something's going on with her finances, but that's just me. You guys, what did you think about the 14th episode of Teen Mom OG? Please make sure to leave all of your thoughts and opinions in the comment section down below. And as usual, we'll chat. You can also like this video, subscribe for more, Feel free to share it with your friends as well and follow me across social media where I absolutely love chatting with you. That's all for now. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.